You're listening to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I'm here to help facilitate conversations around what it means to step into your confidence so you can live the life you want, not the one you think you should. Join me as we talk about body and self-acceptance, nutrition, movement, and mindset so that you can uncover what dulls your sparkle so you can shine. With that, let's go to the show. Hello, my cool cats and kittens. <laughs> I don't even know. I just, I haven't been behind the mic in so long that that was the only thing that felt appropriate. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am your host. And it's been easily... Oh, friends, it's easily been a year since I posted an episode and I'm a little, I'm a little rusty. I've already recorded like three episodes and just completely trashed them because I have forgotten how to podcast, (laughs) which is crazy when you think about it because there's 123, 24 episodes of the show and I've done this for a couple of years now, but I feel a little bit gun shy. So just bear with me as we move through this episode together. So first off, um, hi, it's amazing to have you here. I know you have literally a million different choices when it comes to what you listen to and the fact that you're here listening to this show. I mean, holy cow. That is just, that's just making my life right now. You have no idea. Um, So thank you for investing your time and energy, showing up for yourself to listen to me talk about people and mirrors and projection and reflection and perceptiveness and perception. Thank you. I'm so excited that you're here. Oh my goodness. Okay. So if you're new to the show, hi, welcome. I promise that it's usually not this chaotic and I'm not this scatterbrained. (laughs) I'm so thankful that you're here. If you've been here for a while, welcome back. Feels so good to be sharing this space with you. So thank you. I am thrilled to be talking about this. I feel like this break from podcasting has given me a chance to really reflect on what it is that we talk about and what's important to us, especially given that we are in almost year two of the pandemic. And there's a lot that's come up. And I have been working intensely with people the last year, working on topics like fear and identity and forgiveness and boundaries. And it's been incredible to see people heal. So if you don't know who I am, I am Kim, first and foremost, and I do brain spotting and coaching. And the last two years of doing brain spotting have taught me so much on top of the 11 plus years of health and fitness coaching that I did before that. And it always comes back to the same thing. 
acceptance, and belonging. And this is the core for us. This is what drives us as people, is to be loved and to give love. And pretty much everything else is is fueled by that. And when we can understand that and see the parts of us that have trouble receiving that or that have barriers or blocks or patterns or nervous system responses like flight, fight, fawn, or freeze around it, then we can begin to understand ourselves better and to connect with other people. Because that's the only way we heal is through connection, whether that's connection to divine or source, connection to others, connection to ourselves. That is how we heal. And healing in community is one of my favorite ways to heal because it's so much different than healing one-on-one, which is why I love retreats. And I'm shamelessly going to plug my reveal retreat right now because it is coming up in like a year. (laughs) And I just have to tell you a quick little blurb about it. Because Reveal also helps to sponsor the podcast. So Reveal Retreat, the first one was in Nashville, 2020. Literally weeks, two weeks before lockdown happened, which is crazy to think about. And we congregated in Nashville in a beautiful house and healing and connection and growth and fun happened. And it was beautiful and it was amazing. And I have been counting down the days till we could do it again. And in the meantime, I've had a baby, (laughs) another one, and had a miscarriage. And it's been, it's been a year. We had fires out here in Estacada where I live in Oregon. We've had a massive ice storm that knocked out power for, for some people for weeks out here. It was a shit show. I'll just be honest with you. So doing a retreat kept getting pushed back further and further and further. And finally, I was like, that's it. That is it. We need to go and do this thing and be together. And so Reveal Retreat number two is happening October 6th through the 9th, 2022 in Sedona, Arizona. I've never been, but it has been calling to me for the last few years And I hear the call and we're going. We're going to stay in this beautiful boho-inspired house and we're going to do yoga and we're going to do land journeys and we're going to have a picnic lunch in the desert under the cacti and the stars and we're going to do brain spotting and we're going to do small group and we're going to do breath work and essential oils and it's going to be life-changing like Whoever comes will not be the same person leaving that they showed up as. So as of right now, which is December 4th, 2021, there are three spots left. That's it. Three spots. So if you are even slightly interested, we need to talk because those three spots aren't going to last. And you can reach out to me, Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. That's my email. You can also check out Reveal Retreats with an S.com that has all the information spelled out real cute and pretty like. 
because that's how I like to do things. And you should be there because we heal best in community. So that's that's the commercial break. Okay, on to today's content. We are talking about people as mirrors. Yes, people as mirrors. Okay, so what does that even mean? That means that when you see a person, they reflect back to you something that is inside of yourself, something that you admire that maybe you feel like you're missing. So like if you look at somebody and you're like, wow, they are so cool. Isn't it usually followed up with, I wish I was like that. So they are reflecting back to you something that you wish you had. If somebody drives you absolutely bonker balls and you're like, oh, this person, they are reflecting back to you something that you are uncomfortable with in yourself. Now, I hear you. You're already like, hold on, Kim. That's not true. (laughs) I can literally hear your voice right now. No, that's not it. This person, you haven't met this person. They are ridiculous. They are the worst. They make me crazy. They make me feel like, insert here. And I'm here to tell you that I'm kind of right on this one. I'm so sorry. I wish I wasn't. And I wish it was that this person was bonkerballs and that they really did make you crazy and we could commiserate. And it's not true. Nobody, nobody, nobody makes you feel away. And I say this with so much love because I, 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 I get it. The caveat to that is unless you let them. If you want to be upset with this person or be upset by something that they say, like you choose that. That's on you. That's not them because they are a mirror reflecting back to you something that you are uncomfortable with within yourself. Now, another bigger, broader caveat to this is that it's psychology. So of course it's nuanced. Of course there are bends in the lines of this. And you have your own personal experience that you bring to the table to this conversation. But I invite you to just for the next few minutes to just be open. Open to hearing about blame and about projection and getting some tools to help you navigate this situation because you are going to come up against this over and over and over and over again in your life constantly and if you're mad at me right now I'm a mirror (laughs) I'm reflecting back something to you that you are uncomfortable with it brings up sensations in your body that you can label as anxious or frustrated or bothered or hurt. Those are some of the things that come up when we talk to other people. And I feel like this is such a fitting topic given that we are in the midst of holiday stuff and we're around people who they're really big mirrors (laughs) and they reflect a lot. So, okay, people don't make you feel away. You feel away. There's something that's being reflected to you that is coming up in you and you are uncomfortable with what that is. Now, our initial reaction to that is to blame. Well, it's this person. 
it's it's this person. It's my Aunt Joe who always needs to talk about politics. Oh my word. Makes me crazy. Am I right? <laughs> well, it's not that she makes you crazy. There is something that comes up in your body when she starts talking about politics that that you feel a certain way. She didn't do anything. It is not her responsibility to take care of your feelings. You are responsible for your feelings. I know, I don't like it either. Uh, Bear with me, I don't like it either. It is much more fun to blame the other person, right? But when we do that, we shirk responsibility. We blame other people. We don't call it blame. We don't like that. That doesn't feel good either. And that's what it is. It's shifting the action, the control, and really you're giving it to the other person because you're saying, this person controls how I feel. And I don't know about you, but I am a control freak. I love control and I will take it in as any as many ways as I can get my hands on it. Healthy and unhealthy. And God grant me the difference to know, or God grant me the wisdom to know the difference. Am I right? Yes. Serenity prayer for the win. So when we are reflected back something that makes us uncomfortable, we can say, huh, I notice that I am feeling a certain way, either about this person or about something they said or something they did. I, not them, not she, not him, not they. I, it's called an I statement. And this is incredibly helpful in relationships too. If you can start to use I statements, like I'm feeling this way instead of you make me feel this or I am experiencing this instead of when you do this, I feel this, or it makes me this. Game changer in relationships. That's a little bonus nugget for you. You're welcome. So I statements. Okay, I feel a way. And I'm going to do the work to figure out why I feel a way. So here is the question, the million dollar question, five words. Why does this bother me? Why does it bother me when Aunt Jo talks about politics? Well, because politics are a hot topic and they're divisive. Mm, Okay, sure. And I don't think that that's really it. So then you ask yourself, okay, well, why does it bother me that there's division? Well, why? Oh, I don't know. Why does it bother me? And you ask yourself that question usually two to three times. My therapist would say three times. I'm going to argue you can get to it in two, (laughs) depending on who you are. So why does that bother me? When you get to the next level, you're going to ask it again. Okay, well, why does that bother me? Why does that bother me? Until you get down to the real reason. Because usually, and this is what psychology would say, is that the problem isn't really the problem. The issue is not usually the issue. And this is so evident in couples therapy, which is what my husband does as a therapist. A couple will come in with this issue. And when you really get down to it, it's not the issue at all. It's like a symptom of the real problem. 
and this is this is true for us when it comes to our feelings. When we do a little bit of digging, we often find, oh, it's not what I thought about over here. It's actually something so much deeper. And then once you understand what's really happening for you, then you can do so much more work. There's parts work that can be done. There's somatic processing that can be done. You can do EFT, which is emotional freedom technique. You can do tapping with it. You can do breath work around it. You can use essential oils to support it. You can do brain spotting or EMDR or neurofeedback. I mean, the options for you are endless depending on what route you want to take. But it takes getting down to that core issue. Because oftentimes, it's a part of you that feels a certain way. And sometimes we like to say, I feel this way. I feel anxious. I feel sad. I feel nervous. I feel scared. I feel frustrated. I feel angry. When in reality, it's not the entirety of you. It is a part of you. Because higher self, and we all have higher unwounded self inside of us, right? We have source inside of us, God in us. And it's that part of us that is unwounded. It's responsive. It's sovereign. It's not reactive. And the reactive parts of you are wounded parts. And we all have wounded parts, okay? Nobody's getting away from that. Nobody's like, oh, my childhood was so good and really haven't really had any issues. No, false, wrong. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm glad that you think you don't, but you do. We all do. And when we can accept that, not only does that increase compassion for ourselves, but it can increase compassion for those around us because everybody that you know is walking wounded. Everyone you know, everyone you don't know, everyone you see is fighting a secret battle. And some people are really actively working on that battle and some people are not. Some people are aware. Some people are not. You get to be aware. Yay, you. You're woke. Congratulations. Isn't it fun that you get to do all this great work? It is fun because it helps you understand yourself. And when you understand yourself, you therefore can connect with other people because you can communicate effectively and communicate about the real issues and what's really happening for you and your real needs. And it allows you to be your own self-healer. So let's go back to the parts language. So there's a part of me that is wounded. And this wounded part is reacting to this situation. Let's go back to Aunt Jo. She's talking about politics. (laughs) And it's awkward and there's tension and it's palpable. And you can hear people grinding their teeth as she rails on, and you're over in the corner trying not to go into fetal position. Why? Not because of the talk about politics, but what, it, what, what comes up in you when that happens, and this part of you that's triggered. And if you don't like the word triggered, which I understand, it's like a hot word right now, activated. It's activated in you. And so you can ask yourself, okay, well, what... What part of me is this? 
Or what does this feel like in my body? Because feeling is body. Emotion is body. You feel your emotions. And when you can tune into those, it can give you so much more insight into what's really happening for you. So you say, I notice a tightness in my chest right now. Okay, I'm going to send some breath to the tightness in my chest. And I'm going to ask it, what do you have for me? Or what do you need right now? Hmm. And ask it what it needs because it has something for you. It needs something. And if that is not available in the moment, maybe later you can do a meditation or you can do some work with a therapist or a coach or, or brain spotting. Is, brain spotting is my all-time favorite for parts work. I do it all the time where we find the part that was activated and ask how you feel about it and what it needs and how it can be shown love and compassion and, and, and acceptance, or it can, if it can be given the boot. A lot of times there are parts that are not us, but they are other people's beliefs and thoughts and trauma that is passed down. So whatever comes up and is necessary, that's what we do. But in the moment, you can employ these techniques, right? Use the I statement to take responsibility for your feelings. Nobody makes you feel away. Ask yourself, why does this bother me? Ask it three times, kind of like Dorothy in her red slippers, three times. And then what does it feel like? What part of you is activated? What does it feel like in your body? And is there a wounded part that is reacting to the situation that needs some reparenting? And reparenting is beautiful. Oh, if you haven't started this work, it's incredible. Because you can't change what happened, right? Like if you have a wound, you cannot go back and erase that. What you can do is you can release the emotional charge that's left from the wound which is incredible and very, very freeing. And then that part gets to be reparented. It gets what it needed. And usually, like I said at the beginning, it needed acceptance and belonging. It needed love. It needed something that it didn't get. And you, as older, wiser, grown-up self, get to offer that to this younger part of yourself. And when you do that, that's the healing that's how it gets assimilated and becomes less and less and less reactive until it's not reactive anymore. And you can be with Aunt Jo and she can be going on about Trump and Biden and oh gosh, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> but she could be talking about that and you're sitting there and you're like, hmm, okay, NBD, got it. I'm going to find something else to do with my time. Or I'm going to set a boundary for myself here. When she starts talking about politics, I go somewhere else. Or I pop in my earbuds. Like you, you have your coping skill. So that, my friend, is how people are mirrors. And we are all walking around reflecting back to one another. And another really important thing to know about that is that other people's perceptions are actually our own. Oh, snap. So when this 
comes to like other people and what they think about you and like judgments of other people and what they say about you. What First of all, what they think isn't your business. And you don't know what's in their head. And why does it matter? Because it's reflecting back to you something that you're not comfortable with in yourself. Oh, it's so brutal. The truth. There was, oh, there was a meme the other day that I saw. And it was like, the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. And I was like, yes. Oh my word, that's it. The truth will set you free. But first it'll piss you off. It's not fair. This is like the the cycle of acceptance on this. It's like, no, you're wrong. Okay, well, maybe you're not wrong, but I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it because it makes me sad. Oh, I don't like sad. Oh, because this this tugs on like my shame of not belonging. Like, ugh, that feels icky. Okay, how do I change it? How do I get out of this? Okay, I can't employ old coping skills. That's going to keep me stuck. I got to learn new ones. Oh, it's hard to learn. But look at me. I'm doing it. I'm going and I'm doing something different. And I'm rewiring my brain. And I'm succeeding. And I'm powerful in my life. And I'm a healer of myself. And I can I can grow. I can actually do something different. Whoa. Like that's the life cycle of this. And it's beautiful. Friends, it's beautiful work. It's hard work. It's the hardest. My clients that show up every week, they are warriors. They are incredible. They show up week after week after week. And they're like, I'm ready. I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to do the, do the work. Let's do the thing. And they do it. So if you think, oh, I'm not capable. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's not yours. That's not your story. You are capable. You are so freaking powerful. If you even knew how strong you are. And if you need someone to remind you of that, I will do it. I will remind you. Anytime. I got you. Because you are. You are incredibly powerful and you get to be responsible for your feelings. So... This holiday season, everywhere you go, maybe you can view people, even the ones that make you crazy, right? See what I did there? Even the ones that bring up so much feeling and sensation for you. Remember that they have wounded parts too. And we're all a bunch of just like wounded kids running around, The wounded kid in me sees the wounded kid in you. And the higher self in me sees the higher self in you. And may we reflect that light back and forth to one another. Namaste. Can I get an amen? Okay. So much good stuff. There is so much that we have to talk about. So I really hope that you will subscribe to this podcast, that you will uh, share this episode if it's something that you think is of value. Maybe you have a friend that you're like, oh, girl, (laughs) you might want to listen to this. You do a little text or you could share it on Facebook. This is available on iTunes. I think Amazon Music. I might be wrong about that. But Spotify for sure. Um, Grab the link 
give it a share. Let's spread this so that we can start reflecting back more light to each other and less stuff that's uncomfortable. Okay? All right. May you go forth into the rest of your day feeling empowered, motivated, and seen. I deeply love you just the way you are. I'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Captivatingly Confident. I am so excited that you're here and investing in yourself. If you want to learn more about Captivatingly Confident, you can visit my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. Thank you so much for hanging out today. If you would like to, I invite you to subscribe to the show and also to leave a rating and review on iTunes. Every single review means so, so much to me, and it helps to get the word about Captivatingly Confident out and to help change women's lives. I'll see you next time.